Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Making you fall like that. Break it down. Well, Holly Roberts has a scenario she's going to lay out before us on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly and I are here. Hi. And Holly, you found this scenario involving a bride, and you are going to lay it all out for us, and we are going to judge whether it is a rude gesture or a kind gesture. Yes. And then we want you to weigh in at 651 641 So this story went viral, I would say, a couple of weeks ago. And then the follow-up has subsequently become viral. So this is all concerning a woman named Lisa. She's on TikTok. And she shared, transparently, the cost it would be to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. So she wrote a big, long letter outlining all the duties and the expectations that she had of somebody who was going to be a bridesmaid in her wedding, including but not limited to the cost of a bachelorette party. She was like, well, hey, you got to throw in $500 per person at an all all exclusive resort in Mexico. And for the bachelorette party. Okay, sorry, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Right, right, right. So she laid it all out in this letter. And Lisa, she said she's received criticism online for asking for her bridesmaids, excuse me, to pay for this trip. So Lisa tells Insider.com that she said, I did what the Bachelorette, which is a lot of criticism. So her words aren't making sense, but she's like, look, I wanted it to be transparent and I wanted the expectations to be out front and center of what it would cost in order to participate in my wedding. Some people think this is rude, but she's holding by it. And she's like, look, I think that this was actually probably the nice thing to do. I okay, so six five one six four one one oh seven one. Is this gesture rude or kind? I will tell you I first encountered it when John Tesh John Tesh like Entertainment from, Tonight, it's, it's a, a real, real good, good show. show. Uh he shared it on social media <laughs> and wh- I first question, which is valid, is am I following John Tesh and why? I don't know how like it showed up for me. I don't know, because I don't think I follow John Tesh, but thank you, John Tesh. Maybe somebody else shared it. Anyway, I read through it, and um, my gut reaction, well, first of all, I I really did have to like internally wrestle, so it's okay, dear listener, if you also don't know exactly which side you, you are coming down on with this. Yeah. 651-641-1071. On the one hand, like, I remember being young and being asked to be in weddings, and not realizing the level of commitment and and 
financially and otherwise. Yeah. That was required. Well, right. I mean, that kind of comes unexpected. And for many people, including myself. Yeah. It was awkward. Yes. When you were like, oh, I'm spending a lot of money that I don't necessarily have. Right. On something that mm, I want to support my friend. Right. And I'm really flattered because this is a close friendship. But at the same time. There is a lot that is being asked. Yes. And when you're young and you're being expected to pay for all of those things, it gets to be it it racks up really quickly. Mm -hmm. And especially if you do have a like a lot of friends or a group of friends where you're all being bridesmaids for each other and people are getting married all around the same time. And oh, yeah, I just remember those early years when everybody was getting married as being a very expensive time and I didn't have the money for it. Well, and it comes in waves. Yes. Like, oh, you get that initial wave and then everyone's getting married at the same time. And then perhaps you have multiple good friends that want you to participate in the wedding party. But then it's like, oh, Oh my gosh, if $500 right. at the bare minimum. Right. Because that's one of the expenses. Well, okay, so uh 651 uh is this bride being rude or is she being kind? I think that there are two places to view this from, right? Like there are sort of two levels of judgment, I'll say. One is was it rude or kind of her to tell people up front in the first place. But the other thing that I think people are judging is the things she's requiring of people are those things too much. So I want to just be really clear that I separate those two things. Yeah, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's messy. So the first thing I will say is I actually do think it's kind to say, here's what I'm anticipating the costs are going to be to you. Yes. And I'm okay with it if you have to say no because you can't cover those costs. Right. That is a kind. I think that's an act of kindness. Agreed. I think that the initial putting out of the list and the expectations, making it clear and itemizing it, that is an act of kindness because you're not surprising anyone with, oops, you need $500 to do this. Surprise. Right. Now, now, do I really believe that anybody needs to have an all-inclusive bachelorette party for five no nobody needs to go to mexico for five i mean you know do what you want to do i know that you might want that do what you want to do but requiring that of other people that's that to me that's a separate judgment and i'm having that one right now and i say that's rude mm-hmm. uh six five one six four one one oh seven one do you think this rude was being uh, this rude <laughs> do you think this bride was being rude or kind let's go to ben ben is on the line hi ben do you think this bride was being rude or was she being kind? So I kind of think it's a little column A, little column B. Right. Because, like, when you actually read the article, like, the things that she puts in there is kind of insane and intense. And I'm just like, this execution is way wrong. But, like, I've canceled birth- my birthday party, which I had planned longer to be in a shotgun wedding that I spent way too much money on. That lasted three months. Right. Okay. It's- ben, I'm snaps to that. Um, because that for sure happens where you put a whole lot of money towards something and then you realize later, oh, that didn't last and I'm out all the money. And I'm never going to wear this suit again because I had to spray paint stuff on it. Okay. Now I'm getting on my own personal. Oh boy. I would like to stay with that, but we don't have time, but thank you for your call. Ben. Um, but it's true. I mean, yes, 
yes, it's a little from column A, a little from column B. I, I totally get that. I think that a lot of us are seeing it that way, that that maybe the gesture was meant to be a kind one, but the execution is where the, the problem lies. Uh, let's continue with uh, with our callers. We've got Susie on the line. Hi, Susie. Susie, was this rude or was this kind of the bride? Well, you know what? I have a comment both ways. Sure. It used to be quite an honor to be asked to be the bridesmaid, you know, or to be even in a way. Yeah. It was a big deal years ago. But now it's nothing but money, money, money. And most of these young people, you know, that are invited to these things don't have this kind of money and they feel bad. So therefore, they're going to go crazy trying to drum it up, you know what I mean, and lose their mind so that uh, their good friend doesn't get upset with them. Right. But then on the other hand, I know of a a destination bachelorette party right now. You want to hear this one? Yes. They're staying, uh, they're flying into, I don't know what, what city, Miami. I think it's Miami. They're flying into Miami. They're staying four nights. They have extravagant plans for every night, and this is a surprise for the bride. Wow. But, um, you know, I mean, we're talking big bucks here. You know what? And I just think it's crazy. I hear you. How do you how do you expect the ordinary person, unless you've got three, four thousand dollars laying around that you don't have anything to do with? But I, I think it's ludicrous. I really do. And it's really becoming a thing. And if you don't go along with the thing, well, then you haven't had the property. Oh. Bachelorette property. Or, uh, excuse me, the proper bachelorette property. I hear oh, you. I hear you. Thank you, Susie. And that is the hard part is because yeah. when the bride is the one making the decisions for everybody because it's her day, it requires. And, and that's the part where uh, what Ben said, it's a little from column A, a little from column B. It was the execution that was sort of problematic when you read through this bride's um For those of you who are just tuning in, a bride sent out to all of her bridesmaids all the requirements to be in her wedding and what the cost would be. Um, When you read through it, there are things that she says, and the wording is the part that will chap you. Yeah. Like, these are non-negotiables. Right. And the bachelorette party is one of them. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I don't know that we got anywhere with that, but I no, will just okay. say, did, did, was there a destination in mind? No. We well, just if there is, to... it's going to cost you $500. Okay. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to do a little, here's what we're watching live. You guys, I watched a little bit of the celebrity dating game. Was John Tesh on it? <laughs> Not yet, but let me tell you, it would be right up his alley. Oh, no. Oh, and I'll tell you why when we come back after this on my talk 1071. Well, we watch TV on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. And uh, we do watch TV on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's not just Turkish rom coms for me, no, sir. I actually tuned into network television the other day and accidentally caught half of a TV show. And I have to tell you about it. It's Here's What We're Watching Live. You guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. Colleen, I'd like to uh, commemorate your bravery (laughs) on watching network television midsummer. So let's just acknowledge that first. What did you watch? Uh, I watched a little bit of the celebrity dating game. Oh! 
one with Michael Bolton? Right. When I'm not a um, All right. And it, if you like secondhand embarrassment, this is the show for you. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so the, the episode I caught, The Bachelor in Question, was um, was Carson Cressley. Oh, yes. Carton. Carson. I know. It's, it's Wednesday and you have him, Monday mouth. Him. Carson. Him. Carson Cressley, most uh, recently from RuPaul's Drag Race. But also from Queer Eye, the original Queer Eye, right? That's where we first got to know Carson Cressley. Yes. So, and I love Carson Cressley. I find Carson Cressley to be delightful. I find Carson Cressley to be hilarious. I find Carson Cressley to be dynamic. An, an appropriate choice for a show like this that sucks so bad. <laughs> okay, so Zoe Deschanel is the host of this show. And as you mentioned, uh, kind of sidekicky is uh, Michael Bolton. <laughs> I mean, I sound like I'm describing somebody's fever dream, but this is real. It actually probably was somebody's fever it, dream. I and then they went into the offices at ABC and were like, guys, guess what? We're going to bring back the celebrity dating game. We're going to get Zoe Deschanel. She's kind of vintage, cute. She'll be fun. Yeah. And Michael Bolton. What's he up to? Nothing? We got money for him? Okay. I mean, it's so dumb. Okay, so there are three bachelors on this particular episode who are vying for the attention of Carson Cressley. As the dating game plays out. Yeah, exactly. And they're behind a wall. And for those of you who didn't watch it the first time around, meaning the actual dating game, the game is just simply there's a, a bachelor or bachelorette who uh, don't get, it's literally love at first sight, but like 1.0. Or not love at first sight. Yeah. Or what is that called? Anyway, blind love is blind. Like they're going to ask questions of the people on the other side of the wall. They're going to get to know them through, you know, fun, kicky questions. They're going to give pithy answers. And then after they've gone through all of that, they get to pick a bachelor or about, you know, a person to go on a date with. And then they go to Catalina. Yeah, it's a, a game boat. show. But guess what? Here's the thing. There's two things. Number one, they don't go anywhere. There isn't a payoff. In 2021, you cannot leave something like that open-ended. We need to actually see the date. We That's the reality show, right? This is not, it doesn't satisfy anything. So Carson Cressley runs through these three bachelors and then chooses one, this lovely person, but we don't ever get to see the date. We don't know that they even went on a date. They don't present a date. They just are like, okay, now we're going to go to break and we'll come back with somebody else and we'll do this all over again. Meanwhile, what is Michael Bolton's function here? He's, is he singing? He is. He does. He doesn't do anything. He's sort of like a talking head, but all he does is respond. He's very like. He's very like. Um, is he like an Ed McMahon? But kind of but person? not even real Ed McMahon. Like the Saturday Night Live version of Ed McMahon. Oh sure, just Phil Mar- Hartman going. Ho! Yeah, exactly. That's what. That is what Michael Bolton is doing until. At one point, he sings a song that gives the people who the the contestants clues about who the celebrity is that they are answering questions for, and it is embarrassing and it is horrible. It's so bad. It is so bad. I cannot believe this got green lit, and I'm even more sad for Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton because they are associated with this. I think they'll be okay, Colleen. 
I think they will no, both they'll be, be okay. fully fine. But this is the dumbest show ever. Now, here's what if I could polish up this turd, here's what I would yeah, do. Put it in the rock tumbler. Yeah, I'm going to tumble this rock for you because here's the thing. At its core, the dating game is a game show, but it is it's not bad. It just needed to be retooled mm-hmm. in different ways for 2021. And like I said, one of the things that back in the 70s and 80s and maybe early 90s, we were satisfied with the open endedness of a game show like that. Well, we you, were satisfied with, oh, they're going to go on a date and we'll never hear from them again. Well, because you probably assumed that they would actually go on a date. Right. That there would be the illusion of follow through because they probably didn't go to Catalina Island on no. the dating game. Like, did anybody actually have a long-lasting relationship from meeting on the dating game. I don't think I've ever heard of one. But we were okay with that back then. Mm. We're not anymore in 2021. Now we're like, hey, we we know what reality TV is. Yeah. We know what keeping up with the Kardashians is. We know that a camera crew can follow you out the back door of that studio, and you can all go to Catalina together, and we can watch it. So what is the point? What is the payoff of watching this dumb show if we don't ever get to see them actually go on a date it's not no also it's secondhand embarrassment if you're into that tune in if you're not into that oof (laughs) when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Ah, yes. Yes. And uh, right here, right now, we have these dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, yes, those crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, there isn't one looking right back at you. Oftentimes we find them in the state of... Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Like where? Uh, uh, we are going... To Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania. We're, we're going to Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. <gasps> That's where Phil is, the groundhog. Yeah, and Phil has nothing to do with this oh. story. Thank goodness. We've got to Does talk Ned about- Ryerson? Not even Ned Ryerson. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> Danielle Bobby. Danielle Bobby is our crazy, stupid idiot in this story. Because of an insurance claim that was filed by Danielle Bobby in December of 2020. Hmm. Daniel Bobby. Uh, got into a car accident and filed a claim. Okay. And she filed the claim on the same day that the accident happened. Well, that's good. But that's, here... You know, you got to get get to that quickly. Yeah, but here's the thing. Is that Danielle bought the insurance policy the same day that the accident happened. Oh. And, and also... After the accident okay. happened. So we have a timeline so, issue is what we so have So we here. have a timeline issue because the accident happened between 2 and 3 p.m. They rear-ended someone. No insurance for the vehicle that was being driven. And the f- person driving the car was not able to provide the information to the person that they rear-ended. And it was like, oops, yeah, you know what? I just left my, my car at home and I don't know where it is. 
So then Bobby, Danielle Bobby, decided Mm-mm. to go and buy insurance after the accident. Okay. So word to the wise, a little uh, advice to the human people of such, the world. Such as? Such as yeah. U.S. Americans. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works, <laughs> honey. You can't you don't just, get to yeah. do that retroactively. No. Because if you did, that's how we all would be going through life. Right? Like well, we'd all be on? like, I don't need it unless I need it. And then... When you need it, you go, oh, it turns out I need it, but you can't know. You got to do it up front. And then then if you get into an accident, then you have it and then you're good. And that's kind of the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. So Daniel Bobby. So is what happened free. to Daniel Bobby? Well, Daniel Bobby is free on an unsecured $5,000 bond, Oof. but they have been charged with felony counts of insurance fraud and attempted theft along with a misdemeanor insurance fraud charge. So fraud, 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 fraud. Which is no joke, y'all. Yes, it's no joke. So it's just, you know, a public service announcement. Don't commit fraud. Don't commit fraud. <laughs> Also, like, have your insurance up to date. Also, make sure you have that little card in your car with you. And if you don't, make sure you have a picture of it. Yeah. Also, you should definitely know all the numbers on that card. Yeah, maybe download an app because then you can get the card on the app. Super true. It is super true. Oh, my gosh. Also, I will just say, without saying anything more, Holly, both you and I have been involved in uh, situations with our car where another driver did not have insurance and it was their fault. Yeah, well, let's just say it was... um, We weren't in the cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had the exact same thing happen that you had happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just get insurance, people. It's a nightmare for everybody if you don't. Yay! Thank you. Nightmare cars. Where are we going? We're going to jolly old England. Um. So there's a theater in England, in uh, Chatham, Kent, the Central Theater. And a burglar decided that uh, he wanted to knock that place over, meaning he wanted to burgle it. (laughs) So he broke into the theater uh, around 6 a.m. on April 16th, and he stole some stuff. Among the things he stole, wait, no, I want to say he collected the following items, a laptop, a drill, a pair of sneakers. And then he was like, I'm tired from collecting all of these things I want to make up with or make off with. Oh, I was going to be like, is he playing his own version of Clue in 2021? (laughs) Sounds like it, right? But he uh, was like, you know what? I would like a spot of tea. So he made himself a cup of tea. And he sat right down in that their theater with the items that he had collected that he meant to make off with. And he sipped his tea. And then he did what one often does after sipping their tea. He drifted off to sleep. Because after all, he was burgling at the early hour of 6 a.m. He probably got up before his alarm. He was sleepy. Yeah. Later, when a worker arrived to start their shift, he was like, uh, hold the phone. Who's that guy with the shoes and the laptop and the, and the drill? drill? Well, it was Mr. Adrian Edwards, 46 years of age. Uh, Mr. Edwards, not to be confused with Mr. Edwards from Little House on the Prairie. I think only you thought that. That is probably but a go fact. Ahead. Go on. <laughs> Mr. Edwards. 
collected all of his things and he made off with them. He ran. Uh, But uh, the police were able to do a forensic examination of blood found near the window, as well as open cans of drinks and cigarettes that Mr. Edwards had discarded. All of them matched his DNA and they arrested him. They also found this is weird. They also found some medication at the scene with his name. So he dropped his pills. Oh no! Uh, and tried to. He just was a bad. He was a bad burglar. Okay, guys. Yeah. He was just yeah. a very bad burglar. You don't make yourself at home. No. When you're trying to <laughs> burgle an establishment, no, you don't leave things like you know identifying things like your prescription behind. Um, yeah. He was jailed for one year and four months after he pled guilty to the burglary. Okay, bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye Bye, now. Mr. Edwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have another crazy, stupid idiot? Because if you don't, I do. Oh, well, I would gladly take one of your crazy, stupid idiots, because this crazy, stupid idiot that I have, I'm just... Okay. Uh, is is your crazy, stupid idiot from Northern Ireland, by no, chance? No, they're from Alabama. Oh, okay. And they're gross. It's just nasty. Okay, well, how about I... The, the, Let's keep it we'll, light. We'll keep it light, uh, and we'll keep it kind of in our lane, which oh, is... This is a classic crazy, stupid idiot Ooh, move. Oh, great. Um, 31-year-old Declan Butcher uh, from Northern Ireland was arrested for drugs recently um now that will come into play in just a moment when you um learn that as he was being booked into the jail for the drugs for the drugs police discovered a small bag of cocaine on him would you like to guess where it was Ooh, okay, so this is classic crazy stupid mm-hmm. idiot. So it's not going to be like the guy that we talked about a couple of weeks ago who hid it in his Schweena skin. Yeah, no, not that. No, so not that. Not that. Not but, that. But you're in uh. the neighborhood. Like, you're just around the corner. Oh, right in the back door. Yeah, he had it tucked between his the, his cheeks. And, oh, so um, it wasn't even like... It wasn't even well hidden. It was sort of oh. just, it's that's just kind of lazy right there. It's just going to fall out. Like, yeah, you're not even, because when they do the old squat and cough, like, you'll you'll be you'll be caught on the squat. Yeah. You don't it's even need gonna, to make it no, to the cough. No, you don't. Um, uh, now, they did what they do, right? The police officers, when they find a baggie of drugs on someone's person as they're trying to book them into the jail, they ask, where'd you get that? How'd that get there? Mm-hmm. Oh, how did that cocaine get between your butt cheeks, sir? Okay. Do you, now, this is the second part of a crazy, stupid idiot, is not only did they do something dumb, yes, but then they give a dumb answer. Okay, dumb Would answer. Would you like to guess what the dumb answer was? Yes. Did they say that a leprechaun put the cocaine in between the butt cheeks? Super close. Really? Super close. Oh, I'm going to myself a ding for that but not necessarily a leprechaun and certainly not as colorful as that i'm the leprechaun <laughs> which i actually like that storyline and i would like to suggest to declan butcher should this happen to him again mix a leprechaun into the story no he just said that somebody else probably put the baggie there <laughs> okay let's all work with that scenario in what know. world have you ever like made your butt cheeks available for somebody to hide their drugs uh there have been a few times, but, you know, it never actually happened. Now, let me just tell you. <laughs> just a few. I want, I want to know those stories, Holly. 
something tells me I'm not going to hear him. Um, Declan Butler has been previously arrested. He has quite a rap sheet. He uh, has gotten into a fight with men, uh, with men. <laughs> he got into a fight with two men and knocked both of them out with a single punch. Oh, so you don't want to mess with Declan. No, you don't want to mess with Declan. And you certainly don't want to try to get your drugs out of his butt cheeks. Because oh, yeah. who knows what could happen. Because that's one of those things where you're like, Declan, Declan, come here. I got I to gotta stash this. You, yeah. you got a convenient place. Oh, your back door. That's okay, great. Neat. Okay, thanks. neat. Oh, just right there in the screen. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, I do just want you to know, at the time that he was arrested for that uh, crime, when he knocked two men out with a single punch, at that time, he had 51 previous convictions, including eight assaults. Yeah. Declan Butcher... I'm tired just listening to that. Yeah. By the way, his last name is Butcher. Like, focus on the first syllable. Well, I was wondering when you would arrive to stick the landing, Colleen. Thank you. Thank you. Declan Butcher. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little game to play, and hopefully it'll go better than yesterday, which was an embarrassment. We are going to play a little game called the Throwback Live after this on My Talk 1071.